Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. I'm your host, longtime astrologer, psychic healer, Jill Jardine. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss the astrology of May 2020. It's a very busy month with the planets, so you're going to want to tune in to find out what the key dates are. Welcome to the episode on the astrology of May 2020. I'm longtime astrologer Jill Jardine. I'm going to walk you through this month and all the planetary activity. Right at the onset, I want to share with you the key astrological events and their dates. So as we go into May, we're going to experience the full moon in Scorpio while the sun is in Taurus, and that is on May 7th. It's also known as the Wiesak moon, and I'll talk about that later in the podcast. I'm just giving you the key dates so you can write them in your calendar. The Gemini new moon occurs on May 22nd, 2020. That is the time for new beginnings. I did a whole podcast on the new moon and how to use them, so you might want to go back to the new moon manifestation podcast and listen again to find out how to use this new moon in Gemini on May 22nd. Then we have three planets going retrograde in May. And here are the dates. Saturn retrogrades on May 10th and will be going retrograde until September 29th, 2020. That's a long retrograde. Then we have the planet Venus ruling love and pleasure going retrograde from May 12th through June 26, 2020. The third planet going retrograde in May of 2020 is Jupiter, which will retrograde on May 14th until September 13, 2020. I'll explain all these transits and what they mean for us in the broadcast, so stay tuned. May 2020 portends a very busy time astrologically, kicking off several months of planets traveling retrograde. Does that mean we get to go back to life as it was before the coronavirus hit? No, not quite. The retrograde cycles will allow time to reevaluate and reassess how precursors and preparations for the coronavirus should have been heated better. This will give time to catch up and prepare for a second wave if it hits in the fall. However, astrological indicators say a second wave won't hit as hard because Mars, the culprit which triggered the Plutonian planetary plenum at the outbreak in February and March of 2020, won't be back to cause trouble later in the year. There will be much to be done on many levels when everybody emerges from the stay-at-home thraldom and the fallout from the coronavirus. Where to start? Well, astrologically, we should look at the first major aspect that happens in May 2020, and that is the full moon on May 7th. The pandemic pandemonium peaks at this full moon of May 7, 2020, with the sun in Taurus and the moon in Scorpio. This is a powerful full moon every year, also known as a sacred time called the Wiesak Festival. Taurus and Scorpio are the zodiac signs that rule finances and money. So the full moon in May tends to bring the focus to finances and the economy. This year, especially financial health and well-being will be key. 
This year, the rebooting of the economy will be of prime concern due to the damage inflicted by the fallout of the coronavirus. Everyone will be worried about money and finances at this full moon in May. The populace will be freaking out about the lack of money, and most likely there will be more government stimulus money and other resources coming forth at this time to jumpstart the economy. I want to talk about this full moon, the Wisak Festival, in the Buddhist tradition. The Wisak Festival, also known as the Buddha Moon, is celebrated annually when the sun transits Taurus and the moon is in Scorpio. Wisak is an esoteric full moon festival when the outpouring of love and spiritual enlightenment from the cosmic Christ and the Buddha from their etheric planes shower down their blessings to the earth. Interesting fact, too, is that the Buddha was born during the time of Taurus at the full moon. He received enlightenment under the Bodhi tree when it was the full moon in Taurus. That's the full moon in Scorpio, sun in Taurus. And he left his body and went to moksha, liberation. Again, at the full moon in the sign Taurus, when the moon is in Scorpio and the sun is in Taurus. So this is a very powerful time in the Buddhist tradition. However, it's also considered a theosophical time of celebration. The theosophicals were people who brought back the teachings of the East, of Hinduism and Buddhism from the East to the West back in the late 1800s. And so they also marked celebrations as being lunar festivals going forward that increasingly as humanity evolved consciously that there would be more honoring the lunar festivals such as full moon and new moons as well as the solar festivals of the summer solstice, the winter solstice, the autumnal equinox, and the vernal equinox, in order to bring about a more earth-centered consciousness of humanity. So here we are at this time making some big shifts. So at the Wiesak Festival, we receive help from what we call the planetary masters or ascended masters in certain spiritual circles. At this time, humanity needs the blessings of these planetary masters more than ever. Planet Earth needs our help on many levels, sociopolitically, the environment and climate, and economically. We need the planetary masters to shift the consciousness of the people on Earth now. We have no time to waste. Coronavirus was the opening act to a much more dire play of climate crisis. Hopefully, the coronavirus awakened many people on many levels and will continue to make big shifts in consciousness, especially with those who are in power and can change outcomes. The Wisak moon is celebrated by Buddhists and Hindus and was brought to the rest by Theosophists, as I had said. The Wisak festival is a time when the spiritual hierarchy, also known as the Ascended Masters, such as the Buddha, the Christ, Divine Mother, Mary, in her Lakshmi form in the Vedic tradition, Radha, Krishna, and other planetary spiritual masters through time that aren't in embodiment now but work with the consciousness of humanity from the higher planes, they come very close to the earth for a meditative connection. So this is available to us when we tune in at the full moon on May 7th to receive the blessings and healings from the planetary masters and healers and the divine ones from different religious traditions. They gather on the etheric realms and physical planes of the Himalayan mountains on the border of India and Tibet. 
to shower blessings upon humanity. So being aware of this and being open to receive these heightened blessings spiritually at this time will help us weather the coming months and years. So that's the full moon in May. After the full moon of May 7th, we will have three planets turn retrograde. I'll talk about the retrograde planets and how they'll affect us when I come back. Welcome back. So right after the WESAC full moon in May, we have on May 10th, the planet Saturn goes retrograde until September 29th, 2020. It will be retrograding in the sign of Aquarius and go all the way back into the later degrees of Capricorn. Saturn was in Capricorn conjunct Jupiter and Pluto with Mars in late February and early March, and this triggered the coronavirus pandemic. We're not going to see a revisitation, but we will see how certain structures and situations can be adjusted in case there was ever another situation, pandemic, or health situation like the corona preparations and restructuring will be done during those months from May until the end of September. Those people who are born from January 15th to January 21st will have Saturn retrograding over their sun. So there may be many challenges for that group as well, specifically with health and financial challenges. That all Capricorns and Aquariuses will feel the Saturn going retrograde. That is because Saturn rules the signs Capricorn and Aquarius. So if you're born basically from the end of December through January, the whole month of January into about February 19th, you'll be feeling the Saturn retrograde. It can be good. You can have a redo. You can do some things differently. You can rearrange structures. So that is Saturn retrograde. Some of the other things we need to look at during this. Also, the other groups that will be affected by this Saturn retrograde in 2020 are those groups having their Saturn return. I discussed this major life transit in my previous podcast, Major Astrological Life Transits. So go back and listen and review that podcast for more details. But to briefly recap, the generational group having their Saturn return and having the Saturn retrograde affect them strongly are those born during 1990 and from January 1991 to February 1991. Also, those born in 1961 and 1932 are having their Saturn return. So the Saturn retrograde will also be bringing some things up for them. So the last time Saturn transited these degrees in Aquarius and Capricorn was in January 1991 through February 1991, all of 1990, 1961, and 1932. So can you remember what happened in the early 60s and early 90s? Let me refresh your memory. We had major socio-political changes. Think of 1990. The Berlin Wall had just fallen in late 1989, marking the end of Soviet communism. And it began to exit from East Berlin and other Soviet bloc countries were leaving Soviet communism during the early 1990s. In this country, the U.S., there was a power change over from the Reaganomics of the 80s to the Bush era, and then in 1992 to the Clinton era. So politically, there were many shifts. If we go 
back to the Saturn placement before 1990 and 1991. We go back to the 60s, early 1961, prior to where Saturn was. That's two Saturn returns ago. Think about that. Historically, it was the height of the Cold War between the Soviet Union and the U.S. And in 1960, John F. Kennedy was elected president and began a new era when he took office in 1961, the new frontier, major socio-political changes. The 1960s were born after he took office in 1961, and it was a new era of hope and optimism. So here we are in 2020, having the Saturn return of these times, 1960 into 61 and 1990 to 1991. Surely this portends a time of major shift. Saturn rules those in power and structures, and now we will revisit structures that may have let us down during the coronavirus pandemic. There will be demands for political and social change and reform during 2020 with Saturn retrograde. So it'll be interesting to see what comes in the next four months. Now, retrogrades will slow down the return to society as it was before the coronavirus. Saturn is a very cautious planet. We're going to see people move more cautiously, prudently. It's not going to be a big jump back into society. Things will go from being in reverse slowly into first gear up to second gear. So that's the Saturn retrograde cycle that's going to go on from May 10th through September 29, 2020. The next retrograde cycle has to do with the planet Venus. Venus rules beauty, love, recreation, socialization, pleasure. So when Venus goes retrograde from May 14th through June 26, 2020, Everyone will be in the hot pursuit of pleasure and itching to catch up on lost socialization opportunities. Love will bloom this spring as people realize it's never too late to take a chance on love. Dating apps like Tinder will explode as people start to date again in person and make up for lost time. On the other side of the coin of Venus retrograde, there may be many people heading to divorce court because the cloister during coronavirus with the current partner could have put the death knell on this relationship. So people are going to be re-evaluating relationships during the Venus retrograde. Venus rules beauty. People will want to get out there and shop for clothes and luxury items and get their hair done. As they said, after six weeks, Everybody can see what people's real hair color is. So Venus is all about luxury and about beautifying and pleasure. Venus retrograde will give people the opportunities to revisit and reactivate potential relationships. Hopefully restaurants will open up this spring because they will be busy with new dating couples looking for love. It's another chance to take a shot at love. So I suggest you listen to Carrie Brett's podcast, A Shot at Love, for dating advice during this Venus retrograde cycle when everybody gets to return to their dating apps. So this is the cycle of Venus retrograde, May 12th to June 26th. 
love is in the air this spring. When I come back, I'll talk about the third retrograde planet that goes into a retrograde cycle in May 2020. So stay tuned. The third planet that will retrograde in May of 2020 is Jupiter. Jupiter is considered the cosmic Santa Claus and a planet of abundance and expansion. Well, he's been going through the sign Capricorn, which isn't his most favorite place because that sign is ruled by Saturn, which creates limitations and restriction. So when Jupiter goes retrograde in Capricorn from May 14, 2022, through September 13, 2020, people will want to try to expand or feel good again. But because it is in the sign of Capricorn, people will move slowly out of the stay-at-home orders, will be more optimistic, and will prudently move forward. We may not see big progress with this Jupiter retrograde until after September 13, 2020, of some of the new programs and reforms to boost the markets and to bring back the economy, but they will make shifts during the Jupiter retrograde cycle. Jupiter retrograde will help the plans to reboot the economy and boost the financial markets. There will be an attempt to try to go back to the pre-coronavirus levels economically. There will be many programs developed and implemented for the public good, such as health and financial. Jupiter rules philosophy, religion, long-distance travel, and foreign cultures. Jupiter retrograde will affect travel still, as many will still be very cautious to travel under the retrograde cycle. People may not go on those out-of-country vacations this summer, and there may still be bans for certain visitors from certain countries coming to the United States. United States citizens will be advised to be prudent when traveling abroad. So the Jupiter retrograde will affect the travel industry through September 13th. People might still be afraid to travel in planes. So we will see, though, a lot of local and national travel, especially if people can drive to places this summer. But the Jupiter retrograde will allow the opportunity to jumpstart the economy again and to come back to a feeling of abundance in this country pre-coronavirus. And the beauty about retrograde planets are, and especially where we have three going on starting in May, you get a redo. You get to revisit an area of your life, and in this case, Saturn, the structures, your physical structure, meaning your financial, your physical body, Venus, your love life gets revisited, the pursuit of beauty and pleasure, and Jupiter is your overall sense of abundance and well-being gets to be revisited. So you get a second chance, as we would say. So use this time. Even if things don't look like they're blasting off after the stay-at-home orders are lifted, take your time to emerge from the cocoon of the coronavirus and see what this next phase holds for you. When I come back, I'm going to talk about the Gemini new moon of May 22nd. Welcome back. The last major astrological event 
in May 2020 that I want to discuss is the Gemini new moon. And the Gemini new moon occurs on May 22nd with the sun and moon in Gemini joining the planets Venus and Mercury. Remember, Venus is going retrograde for most of the month. And Mercury is in its home court, the sign Gemini, at this new moon, May 22nd in Gemini. Mercury will be going retrograde in June, so stay tuned, from June 19th through July 13th. I'll talk about that in my June update. So, Mercury retrograde will also be going retrograde during the early June eclipse cycle. Lots to discuss there. So you'll stay tuned for June 2020 Astro Update. But with all these planets in Gemini at the new moon of May 22nd, we'll see a focus on those things Gemini, and that is communications, socializations, communication technologies. People will be antsy to get out and connect. Gemini's all about connection. It's an air sign. We'll see developments in new technologies, especially those that make communication easier. So after the Zoom boom of coronavirus, we will see many more cloud-based technologies for conferencing and communication come to come out. People are going to be looking at ways of making these forms of communication faster, more clear and efficient. It's a good industry to invest in, cloud-based Zoom-like technologies. Also, the other industry that will take a boom at this Gemini new moon is biotech. There'll be development of vaccines to counteract the coronavirus, and there'll be developments of other medical technologies and pharmaceuticals will explode. The biotech industry will get a big boost in this aftermath of the virulent outbreak of the coronavirus. And personally, you can use this Gemini new moon in May, on May 22nd, to reconnect with people physically that you haven't seen. I want to bet on it that a lot of the stay-at-home orders will be relaxed. And so there will be the outreach to connect with those that we haven't seen in a while. And there will be much to discuss, much socialization. And this new moon in Gemini will also be be helping the Venus retrograde cycle of connection and dating and the love in the air during spring 2020 blooming. So enjoy these cycles. And when I come back, I'm going to teach some Sanskrit mantras that will help you with this planetary activity. So stay tuned. Welcome back to Cosmic Scene. In this portion of the episode, I share a meditation for relaxation or a Sanskrit mantra or a gong healing or another healing technique. So for today, I am going to share two Sanskrit mantras. These will help with the retrograde cycles. I'm going to teach you the mantra for the planet Venus, Om Shukraya Namaha, and the mantra for the planet Jupiter, Om Guru Ve Namaha. These will help you to navigate the retrograde cycle of Venus and Jupiter. So the first one I want to teach, which will help you with all those things, Venusian, such as love and money and pleasure and dating and beauty. And that is the mantra for the planet Venus. That mantra is Om 
Shukraya Namaha. Om Shukraya Namaha. Let's chant it together nine times. As always, I suggest that you chant it on your own 108 times to get the full benefit of the blessings of the planet Venus. It's always auspicious to start chanting it or to do it on a Friday, Venus's day. So the mantra to bring in more beauty, love, pleasure, happiness, socialization, dating, all the blessings of Venus, beauty, pleasure. Om Shukraya Namaha. Let's chant it nine times together. Om Shukraya Namaha. 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 So do this 108 times on a Friday and see what happens. The next Sanskrit mantra that I want to teach is for the planet Jupiter. And we will be having a Jupiter retrograde cycle starting in the month of May 2020. So Jupiter helps to expand our consciousness. Jupiter bestows blessings upon us, helps us with receiving teachings and information that will help guide us in our life, inspire us, and to connect with our highest and best outcomes. That's Jupiter, and Jupiter is called Guru, G-U-R-U in Sanskrit. And the mantra to enhance that planet is best chanted on Thursdays, because that is Jupiter's day. And so, we will chant it nine times together. Again, I suggest you do it 108 times on a Thursday to enhance the blessings of Jupiter. And the mantra is Om Guru Ve Namaha. So let's chant Om Guru Ve Namaha nine times together. Om Guru Ve Namaha. 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 So this is a good practice to do as these planets go retrograde during the month of May. Remember, you can always find out what the planets hold for you personally by visiting my website, www.jilljardine.com and booking a personal astrological reading with yours truly, Jill Jardine, longtime astrologer. Thank you to all my listeners for tuning in to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. This is Jill Jardine signing off and sending good vibrations through the quantum field.